What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Everybody, welcome to our first podcast of the week. This is Pete. This is Evan. And today we have five different things we're going to talk about. A couple of them intersect and uh, some of them don't, but they're more local issues that we're going to be discussing that have popped up in the last few hours that we wanted to touch on. So for starters, let's talk about SNL. So if you guys missed it this past week, um, Pete Davidson, I believe, was the name of the comedian or actor or whatever the fuck he is on it. He decided to make fun of Dan Crenshaw, who was a Republican candidate running for a Congress seat, right? House representatives. House representatives, right. And he lost his eye in Iraq? Afghanistan. Afghanistan. One of those... Afghanistan, Iraq. It was one of those, you know, shithole countries. Yeah. And basically, he lost his eye in an IED explosion. Not really something you should be making fun of, honestly. And so Pete Davidson really did something in poor taste. SNL let it go through. If you're not familiar with how these shows work often, all the jokes and content has to be cleared by producers and directors before it's actually put into the script and put on air. So they really dropped the ball organizationally while doing that. But they kind of made up for it this week, Evan. They had Crenshaw on and it went pretty well. So what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I kind of I liked it because they let Crenshaw come on, and if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. I haven't watched SNL in probably ten years. Yeah, at least. because honestly, <laughs> it's just really not that good anymore. No, but um, my girlfriend told me she's always you'll love this episode. Trust me. Okay, I'll watch it. It was awesome because not only did they bring Crenshaw on to roast Davidson, yes, after Davidson apologized, yeah, and it was awesome. Yes, Crenshaw was amazing. I heard, I heard about that yeah. part, <laughs> but they also kind of moved back towards. More kind of bipartisan comedy. So they didn't. Ju- they stopped making fun of just Republicans or just Trump, and they went back to making fun of other people. Mm-hmm. Like they talked about how um, white women were coming out to vote for Democrats or blindly vote for Democrats, and one of the 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 black uh, comedians went, "You can't do that. That's our job." <laughs> you know, making fun of the fact that overwhelmingly minority, you know, African Americans are blindly voting Democrat. Yeah. So they actually did something where they kind of moved back towards the middle to kind of. I think make either make up for their mistake or they realize that they were really alienating a lot of people because they got a lot of blowback for this. Right. You don't make fun of a war hero. I'm sorry, you just don't do it. Yeah, guy loses his fucking eye. And he, after he lost his eye, he still went back to Iraq. Yeah. This guy still fought after losing an eye. Yes. All right? So, listen, he was a good sport about it, and he had a very good message. They let him spread his message that no matter who you voted for, we are still one country, and we still have to get along. Mm-hmm. That being said, you know, you know, don't don't make friends with those Antifa people living next door to you. Yeah, crazy. But most people aren't on the far right or the far left. Right, and that's what people have lost sight of. Most people are somewhere towards the middle. Yeah. So that's what you have to remember when talking with friends or family members, whether or not they agree with you, whether or not they even listen to you. Mm-hmm. Right? They might be hearing stuff from far left outlets, such as CNN, which is sad to say that a major news outlet is far left, but it yeah. is. It is. And so they're just repeating what they hear. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, these are people that you live with. These are people that are, you're related to. These are people that you work with. So you have to get along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To a certain extent. Yeah. And actually, there was a recent study that came out, I think, in the last month or two that really studied this. And it showed that 70% of Americans agree on just about everything. So like Evan said, there are people on the far left and the far right. But for the most part, 
we can talk to each other and have a dialogue. The problem is, like Evan said, with some of the mainstream media outlets being far to one side or to the other, you're really developing animosity between everyone because you kind of treat the other like you're a retarded cousin. Well, we, that's how we treat the left. The right is treated like, you know, oh, they think they're so morally superior, but they're not type of shit. So, uh, yeah, so that's important to keep in mind because you don't want to alienate people. And SNL did a great job. Now, will they continue to do bipartisan comedy or was this a one-time thing to atone for last week? We don't know. But at least that is a positive moving in the right direction. Now, the next thing we're going to talk about Unfortunately, the complete wrong direction. So Tucker Carlson just released a book. He's been doing a media tour. And a couple of terrible instances in the past week have occurred. Uh, For starters, when he wasn't home, but his wife was, and a bunch of Antifa members went outside his home. This is confirmed by outlets on both sides. So this was an Antifa group. They went through his home. They were shouting. They were trying to break down the door. The wife got scared to hide in a closet, called the police. Not a good situation. Not a good situation at all that they're now going to this guy's home. It's one thing to go to Fox News headquarters where he works or find him, you know, out somewhere, which which in and of itself is not right. But to go to the man's home and to harass his family and to include them in whatever BS is going on in your mind, that, that's really just not a good look. And to be fair, this is going on all over the place with people. People on the right are being harassed by people on the left. And it's being vouched for by people like Maxine Waters, oh, man. who is a complete nutcase. Yes. She is. She's nuts. She is completely insane. You don't tell your followers to go out and, and, and harass people in public when they're eating, go to their homes, disturb their lives. You know who used to do that? White racist mobs in the 60s mm. and the KKK. Those are the people that used to do that. And you know who else did that? Nazi brown shirts. Yeah. So they call, you're calling the people on the right Nazis, but you're utilizing Nazi tactics to silence your detractors. Mm. That doesn't work. That's not how we have a civilized society. If you don't like someone, start a dialogue. If you can't start a dialogue with someone, then just shut up. Yeah. That's it. You can you agree know? to disagree or you, you go away from them. Now, unfortunately... This wasn't the only incident that happened with Tucker Carlson, and I believe, and there's another Fox celebrity, I forget her name, I think it's Kat Tim, if we can look this up, but um, we'll go into Tucker's thing first, since we're on his topic, so obviously mm-hmm. he had that. A few days later, he's out at dinner at a country club with his family, and his daughter gets up from the table, goes to the bathroom when they're sitting down to eat their meal. Daughter's coming back, and she's stopped by a man who asks what she's doing eating at a table with Tucker Carlson. She says, well, that's my dad. The guy proceeds to call her a whore, a cunt, and a bunch of other words that you shouldn't call. Tucker Carlson's son luckily defended her, and and Tucker didn't have to get involved, because obviously if he did anything to this guy, even though I think we can all agree would have been justified, I'm sure his job would have been on the line, and obviously he's, he's one of the few people on any media outlet who actually tends to make more valid points than not. So his son threw a glass of wine on the guy and had to be restrained. And luckily, obviously, the police and everybody involved found that this guy was definitely in the wrong harassing his daughter, who has nothing to do with anything. She's just his daughter. So well, look at it this way. What if Rachel Maddow was out to lunch with her wife and some guy asked her wife, what are you doing with Rachel Maddow? And she goes, I'm her wife. And she called her a dyke. Mm-hmm. If he called her... It would be front pay. It would be a front line story on CNN, MSNBC for at least a week. Mm-hmm. It would be nonstop coverage of this. Mm-hmm. So this is the problem that not only should you not be doing this, but there is also a double standard. So you have to look at it as if if you are on the left and you're listening to this, you probably have already turned it off. But if you're still listening to it, if you're on the left, you have to look from you know a 
kind of take a step back and look at what people on your side are doing. And you just because you they follow the same ideology as you doesn't mean you have to support their tactics. Mm. There's plenty of people on the right who I don't support. I don't support sure. going out to a protest and you know antagonizing people and starting fights or driving a car through a group of protesters. That's stuff you should not be doing. Yeah. But you should also not be doing is harassing people while they're out to eat, going to people's houses, banging on their doors, mm-hmm. breaking their front door. You sh- this is stuff that shouldn't be done. Yeah. It just shouldn't. And it doesn't matter what your ideologies are. It's wrong. Because there's no one in this country that you should be doing that to. There's no one out there mass executing people right. or doing anything like that. Yes. Are there assholes? Yeah. Are there, are there people on the right and the left who are all assholes? Yeah. If you gave if you gave me the choice on whether or not we could get rid of those people, would I say yes or no? I'd say yes. But you can't go around harassing people. Yeah, you can't. It's just that's not what we do again in civilized society. Yeah, it's just it's bad public discourse, and, and it really does rile up the tension between the two sides. And and like we talked about during the first segment when we were talking about SNL and how they were able to kind of make fun of both sides, we agree as a nation. Seventy percent of us are pretty much in the middle. We may have right or left leaning slightly, but we're pretty much in the middle. There's a lot of stuff that we agree on, especially if you look at the facts, because facts are better than feelings. So I if you love facts. I, we, we all love facts. But if you look at the facts, and then you really think about it, and take a step back for a second, you'll realize that most people will agree with you. I've had this happen on numerous occasions in recent weeks with friends and family who are not conservative. And they may not have fully agreed with me, but they could at least see my viewpoint. And I didn't make them feel bad about theirs. And and there's definitely a way to go about it. Now, obviously, this is a conservative show. We are going to troll people, which we're getting to in just a second. But we're doing it We're doing it partially in good fun. Obviously, there are reasons for why we do it. But if we were to meet these people in person and have a civil dialogue, there wouldn't really be name-calling, at least not on our end, unlike some of the trolls in the group in the last few days, which is outstanding. <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Shout out Frank Splain. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about a couple of local issues now. So, for starters, a couple of things out of Andrew Cuomo's office today. Number one, he is going to advocate for legislation that will enable illegal immigrants to apply for New York driver licenses. Evan, this is breaking news, so that's... Well, your- on the first hand, I literally just thought of this. If Cuomo wasn't such a D-bag, mm-hmm. this would actually be genius. Because if you're an illegal and you get a driver's license, they can now track you because you're an illegal immigrant, and they can pick you up, and they can send you out of the country. Yes. The problem is Cuomo's a giant D-bag. So this is not good. Yeah. All right? These are people here who are already breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I used to work in Westchester, all right, I don't want anyone calling up and yelling at me about anything. When I used to work in Westchester, we arrested a guy who fell asleep at a stop sign after drinking a six pack of beer in his boss's truck. He had no driver's license. He had been deported eight times already. Shit. It was his fifth DUI. That's on record, so that makes Dang. it his sixth because the first one usually gets pled out. Wow. Right? He was driving a car without an interlock device, which he had to be dry. He was not allowed to drive without an interlock device. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, this guy's just going to come back and he's going to do it again. Yeah. Because he clearly has no regard for the law. And this isn't every illegal immigrant that's in the country. Yeah. I know that. Where, Absolutely. And this is, this is one specific example. The problem with the left is they like to use one example 
for everything. Yes. For every situation there possibly could be, and that's not the way it works. Mm -hmm. This is a specific situation. So this is someone who clearly already has no regard for our laws and how this country operates and is doing things that are dangerous. Mm -hmm. It's very easy. He he was at a stop sign. He easily could have just kept going past that stop sign and drove right into somebody's house. Yeah. And killed him. Absolutely. And then what would have been? People would have been like, oh, well, you know, I guess you shouldn't have been in the country. Yeah, you shouldn't have been in the country. You shouldn't have been driving. You shouldn't have been drinking. There's a million things this guy should not have been doing. Mm -hmm. So the problem is you can't give people a privilege if they're not supposed to be here. Yeah. It is a real problem because are they going to care about speeding? Probably not. Are they going to care about getting the car inspected? No. Um, If they get in an accident, they'll probably just do what, you know, a lot of the Orthodox Jews do upstate and just walk away from the accident, which is bad enough. (laughs) All right, I'm Jewish. I'm allowed to say it. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, intersectional politics. Right? Yeah, but it doesn't. But the point is that you can't. People who already have a disregard for the law, you're not going to give them a privilege. It doesn't make any sense. It's all everything he does is like this publicity thing. Like, oh, reelect me. Look what I'm doing. I'm doing all these amazing things. When in reality, it's all garbage. Yeah. It's just go. It's straight trash. Yeah, and and I think the vast majority of people too. I mean, obviously, I think. You know, you and I can both say, as well as many people watching, we've met illegal immigrants throughout our lives, whether we worked with them or they worked for us. Or, or we drove past them at the Benjamin Moore store. <laughs> yeah, whatever the case may be. And like Evan said, they're not bad people. They're they're good people for whatever the reason. They're bifurcating the law. And, and yes, can we, can we talk about immigration reform that would make it easier for people to come in while also background checking them sufficiently? Sure. And we can talk about that, but this incentivizes people to continue to not uh, to not recognize our sovereignty as a nation. And like Evan said, it's just a trickle down effect. If they don't even have the the uh, the audacity to want to be a citizen, if they're not given an incentive to be a citizen, they're being given driver's licenses and other privileges that are usually just allocated to citizens. Then they're going to start disregarding the law. And obviously, like Evan's case, this is an extreme example. Guys, eight times, I, I got to give it to him. That's uh, he, he doesn't give up he's no, trying to be here he, illegally. He really wants to drive drunk. Yeah, he really wants <laughs> to drive drunk, and he really wants to be here illegally. But you got to think, there's a lot of people that, that they may not be alcoholics, they may not be driving drunk, and they may be minding their own business, but our taxpayer dollars go to educating and clothing and providing housing and, and medical care and all these different things that they get for free for not being here legally. We're one of the few countries in the world that actually recognize people who are illegals and we treat them like our own. And in many capacities, that's probably a mistake. So I think this is gonna be a giant mistake. You can expect when, when and if this passes, a huge influx of illegal immigrants I mean, we, we don't know about crime rates, we can't really speculate or anything like that, and or is that something we need to speculate? In and of itself, being here illegally is breaking the law, and now you're incentivizing people to come here illegally and not follow our laws, federally or at the state level, so good job, Cuomo. Speaking of which, we're going to talk about pay, right, pay raises for certain uh, members of the state legislature. So, Evan, your thoughts on this? This is also breaking news that just came out right before yeah. we started the show. So, we actually looked at what the state legislators are making. And they're not making an exorbitant amount of money. The yeah. people who are getting the raise. They're actually making less than basically everyone else who works in the state government. Mm-hmm. So, the issue that we have with this is not that these people don't deserve a raise. Right. They have the same pay, I think, for something like 20, 25 years. Yeah, since 1998, 20 years. Yeah, so 20 years. 
after 20, first of all, everyone after a year in this country should be getting pay raises. Yeah. Okay? Even if it's a couple yeah. percentage points. Yeah, even if it's even if it's a $1,000 a year, $2,000, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So it's not these people don't deserve raises. The problem is that the government in this state has no idea what it's doing with our money already. Mm-hmm. So now they're taking more of our money from taxes, which will become dead money because it's going to legislators. So we already have the most dead money in the country, and now more of it will become dead money because you are giving these people a pay raise. Yeah. Again, People deserve to be paid for the work that they're doing. I'm sure. not saying they don't deserve a raise. It's been 20 years. They deserve a raise. Sure. But the problem is that they need to do. They need to earn this raise then. If you're getting this raise, go out there, put our tax dollars to work. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of public uh, public welfare systems, get, get job assistance systems. Get people off of welfare. Create programs to get people off of welfare and working. The welfare system, which, and I'm going to write something maybe later this week, early next week, on the welfare system and how it is designed to keep you 100% on welfare. Yes. And it's designed to keep you poor, it is designed to keep your kids poor, and it's designed to keep you stupid, essentially. (laughs) All right. Because if you're constantly just sitting at home watching TV, you're not going out and bettering yourself. Because bettering yourself on the welfare system means a reduction in benefits. Yes. Okay. So we need to get people off of welfare because if you can get let's say 10% of the people in this state off of welfare, this state would have so much more money, it's n- it's not even funny. And it will have more facts and figures for you in the blog post and everything else. But that's the big thing that we need state legislators to do. They need, instead of working on social welfare programs, work on people, things that get people back to work. Yeah, absolutely. And that leads us right into getting people back to work. <laughs> Amazon has established not one, but two new HQ2s, they call it, which makes no sense. There should be an HQ2 in one place and an HQ3 in another. But more or less, what's happening is they're going to be bringing a new headquarters to Long Island City. There's going to be another in DC. We don't care about that because it's a New York show. So, Long Island City will be getting eh, somewhere around 25,000 jobs based on this. And, and the reason that Amazon is coming here into DC, uh, they're not necessarily leaving Seattle yet, but Come on, all signs point to the other. Now, I own a couple of small businesses in New York State. It is a pain in the ass just to pay myself in terms of all the taxes and all the bullshit that I need to take out of the money I make to pay the government. Absolutely ridiculous. It is extremely hard as a small business to get yourself going, especially if you want to hire and expand and get employees. Because if employees work for you for 36 or more hours a week, you gotta pay for healthcare for them. Healthcare ain't cheap, for those of you who aren't aware of that. And you gotta pay unemployment insurance, all these different things, and you gotta pay a percentage of their federal and state income tax on top of just paying them their damn salary. It's absolutely ridiculous. I am not a fan of how this state is run for, towards small businesses, but the reason Amazon's coming here is because they're getting a tax break. So usually what a state like New York will do, I don't know if this is still the same thing, but they were offering 10 years tax-free from a state level for companies, big companies obviously, to be able to come over here and invest and do create jobs. And in some cases, you think that makes sense. But what happens in 10 years when suddenly all the state taxes and all the things that they were getting credits on come into effect? They're going to look elsewhere. Just like they're looking from Seattle because Seattle, which is essentially a socialist city, has is charging them, I think it's about a dollar for every dollar that they pay their employees in terms of state or local tax. 
is extremely exorbitant what they're paying there, which is why they're looking to leave. So in a, in a sense, for the next decade, it's going to be a good thing because 25,000 jobs are going to be created between these two headquarters. So maybe it's 12,500 here, maybe we get more or less, but whatever. Tens of thousands of jobs are going to be coming here into the city area. So you'd think that people and representatives like Google Eyes Cortez will be happy about it, but she's not. In a Twitter rant earlier today, she went off about how it's not fair that they're getting all these tax breaks and that her constituents are very upset. Evan, this is just bullshit like to the max. I, I don't even know if she's being serious right now. I don't know if someone could be as stupid as she is. She, Clearly, it, yes. I mean, <laughs> it has to be a joke, right? It has to just be this big joke that she's playing everybody like, yeah, I'm just really, really, really stupid. How is it bad to bring over 10, because we're gonna get over 10,000 jobs. At least. How is it bad to bring 10,000 jobs into New York City? It's not. It doesn't make any sense. So, one, she's pissed off because, oh, we don't know if the people are hiring within the community. It doesn't matter. You apply for a job. Mm -hmm. Just because you live in a certain area doesn't mean you're guaranteed a job in that area. Sure. And Ben Shapiro actually went over this, it might have been two, three weeks ago, where he said people think that they're just entitled to live their entire life wherever they want mm -hmm. and get everything they want right where they are. Yes. If you, if you live in the Bronx and you want to work at the new Amazon headquarters, you have to travel to Queens. Maybe you should. Maybe you need to move to Queens. Maybe it's going to be too much for you to travel there all the time. Maybe you're a single parent and you can't get kid, people to watch your kids during the, the travel time. That's not the issue. The point is, if you really want something, you have to go out and get it. Mm -hmm. You are not guaranteed to, to Amazon's not going to go. Oh, this is the poorest neighborhood where people need jobs. Let's put it. Let's put our headquarters right there. But, that's not the way it works. And they're not going to get good. But workers. that's what she wants. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. That's what she wants. She wants guaranteed jobs for her constituents. And she's making it sound like Amazon is this whole. First of all, Amazon, absolutely amazing company. Yeah. The fact that they're doing this is amazing. It's exactly what we were just talking about: creating jobs in New York, getting people more work, make more money, capitalism. Boom! I love yeah. it. But the problem is, you have people like Cortez who naturally goes, oh, they're getting a tax break? Well, if they weren't getting a tax break, we know how many more welfare programs we could pay for? <laughs> That's not what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. you, and I understand New York State giving these businesses tax breaks. First of all, they should be giving all businesses tax breaks. Sure. It's absolutely ridiculous. But the point is, getting these, these uh, large businesses tax breaks allow them to hire a bunch of people and get people working so they're not on public assistance. So this is oh, this is 100% a good thing, and the fact that she's trying to turn this negative shows exactly how stupid she is. Yeah. I mean, it for her constituents, this is a blessing. For the ones who are struggling with work, whether it's a low, you know, she was complaining, oh, we don't know if they're going to be high in jobs, low in jobs. I'm it's sure a job. And it's a corporate headquarters, which means it's going to be a combination of both. And right, it's a job. Now, and Ben Shapiro went over this today, actually, on his show, talking about this very issue. And Amazon, and, and you said most of it, but Amazon does not have to guarantee jobs to these people. They don't have to guarantee housing to these people. They don't have to guarantee health care to these people. You know, so if they're part-time workers, they don't meet the 36-hour-per-week requirement, that's fine. They also pay better than the national minimum wage average. They pay upwards, more than actually, $15 an hour. I'm sure when they come to the state- I think they start at 15 to 18. They start yeah. at 15 to 18. And that's like stocking shelves, and that's bitch work that you know any idiot can do. 
So imagine what people who with half a brain cell can get working for this company out. They don't have to guarantee their employees anything. If they don't want any of their employees to work 36 or more hours a week so that they're entitled to health insurance, that's on them. And guess what? Because we promote a capitalist society, if a person who wants to, who can make a similar wage in another company that will give them the hours necessary for health insurance, will give them the health insurance, then they can very well get up, go to that other company, and go there. That's not Amazon's responsibility. So when Google Eyes Cortez, Bernie Sanders, or any of these people shit on Amazon and giant companies for starting up headquarters, thinking that they get need to guarantee people things, that's not how capitalism works. That's not how business works. Clearly, none of these people know that Bernie Sanders didn't make his first million until he was like 70. That's because he, he was in Congress. Yes. He did not have a full time job until this guy ran for public office. He was on welfare. Yes. So that's just showing you. And, and she had, they hadn't done anything more than be a goddamn bartender. And apparently, she wasn't very good at that either. Yeah, I mean, she stole. Apparently, I mean, we don't know. We weren't there, but allegedly, she she allegedly stole from waiters, waitresses, the bus boys. It's just socialism. She was reappropriating their money and then reappropriating it to her because she knew she was going to be an elected. No, I wonder how many of her constituents would love a piece of that hundred seventy-six thousand dollars salary. That's what she should do. She should donate her entire salary to her constituents. Yeah, but but she can't afford an apartment in D.C. Because she doesn't understand how finances work. Yeah, I mean, I don't (laughs) understand, man. Like, when you you run a campaign, I know she ran pretty much unopposed and she she knocked out proudly very early in the process, so she didn't have to pour too much money into anything. But a lot of these guys, like Beto O'Rourke, who raised a record amount of money, didn't spend close to half of it. And he didn't give anything to any of the other Democrats in Texas. So he believes in socialism, but not when it comes to his money. Yeah, these people are crooks. And, and they, they claim that they want to fight for your rights and better your lives, make you rely on government, give you program after program after program so you don't have to pay for anything. Meanwhile, how are you going to pay for it? I'm going to be writing an article, too, later in the week about the federal budget. It's a serious problem. Even main big pundits, I mean, we mentioned Ben Shapiro like a million times today, but he just wrote a piece about it yesterday, about how the budget is going, and the deficit specifically, is going to become an issue as early as 2020 because... We were able to get away with it because people needed to kick us out of the economic recession. But since a lot of countries have not recovered, the amount of investment in our economy is way down. So until we deal with that, that's a problem. And you know what the main three things taking up our, our budget is? Healthcare. Healthcare. Social, well, and Social Security. Social Security, yeah. Medicare, Medicaid. That's 55 to 60% of our annual budget, and that's just money down the drain, unfortunately. So the only way is to either get more investment, which we're probably not going to get, it looks like, or we have to tax people up the ass. So for people like Cortez and Sanders, this is right in their wheelhouse. But getting back to the original point, since we got a little off topic, Amazon coming to New York, at least for the next decade or however long it is that they're getting their tax breaks, it means nothing but good things for the locals here. Most people, I mean, a lot of people would travel to work for Amazon from other parts of the country, but most of the people working here, I'm willing to bet, are going to be locals. They may not be from her specific district, but if the money's good, if the job is if is good, they will go and they will work. And that's how it works. Anything you want to add before we sign off? No, that's it. All right, guys. So 
Guys, Evan's going to run through a laundry list of where to find us online and on social media. Brett and we turn this video off, but feel free to check out our Facebook page. It's growing. We're at almost 1,300 followers as of today, which is November 13th, a Tuesday. So feel free to check that out, facebook.com forward slash Empire State Conservatives. You can also check out our website. We have all of our episodes, our blog posts, all that stuff, some cool merch. You can also donate to the show if you'd like. On there, either a one time donation or you can donate monthly on Patreon with a few cool perks packages. Feel free to go to Empire State Conservative Network.com for that. So for that, I'm Pete. This is Evan. We're just signing off. We will talk to you guys on Friday in both video and audio form. Have a good rest of the day. Take care. It's Evan with Empire State Conservatives Network. Just a reminder to check us out on our website at Empire State Conservative Network.com or Patreon at patreon.com slash Empire State Conservative Network. On Facebook at Facebook.com slash Empire State Conservatives. On Twitter at Empire State Cons. Instagram at Get Red Pilled NY. And on YouTube. Make sure that if you like our stuff, to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.